Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 151. Talk, or the words you use, or anything. One moment you're a big dumb guy, the next you're reading my friggin' mind, and the next we're talking about Herodotus. So no, I have not read Herodotus. I've heard about him, maybe on NPR? Isn't he the one they call the father of lies? I thought that was the devil. Yeah, him too, but they were talking about Herodotus, saying there were giant ants and griffins guarding gold mines and how he made that stuff up. I don't think so. He wrote what he'd been told. It's like he's writing these histories, and they're mostly pretty good histories. Loads of weird little details, like, did you know in Egypt if a particularly beautiful girl or the wife of a lord or whatever died, they wouldn't send her to the embalmer for three days? They'd let her body spoil in the heat first. Why? Oh, hold on. Okay, I think I know why. Ugh, that's disgusting. And there are battles in there, all sorts of normal things, and then there are the gods. Some guy is running back to report on the outcome of a battle, and he's running and running, and he sees Pan in a glade. And Pan says, tell them to build me a temple here. So he says, okay, and runs the rest of the way back. And he reports the battle news, and then says, oh, and by the way, Pan wants you to build him a temple. It's really matter of fact, you know? So there are stories with gods in them? What are you trying to say, that these guys had hallucinations? No, said Shadow, that's not it. She chewed a hangnail. I read some book about brains, she said. My roommate had it and kept waving it around. It was like how 5,000 years ago the lobes of the brain fused, and before that, people thought when the right lobe of the brain said anything, it was the voice of some god telling them what to do. It's just brains. I like my theory better, said Shadow. What's your theory? That back then people used to run into the gods from time to time. Oh. Silence. Only the rattling of the car, the roar of the engine, the growling of the muffler, which did not sound healthy. Then, do you think they're still there? Where? And that's our page. This page is notable, I think, because it's really the most verbose we've seen Shadow be up to this point. He's got a long speech with Wednesday in Jack's Crocodile Bar, but beyond that, he's pretty quiet most of the time. His conversations with Laura have been brief, and other interactions with characters like Wednesday, Chernabog, Nancy. Shadow's content to mostly sit back, and he'll respond, but he doesn't do a lot of... He doesn't engage in conversation a whole lot. So, he does get to drop some Harada bombs on Sam, and uh, they discuss the father of lies being either Herodotus or the devil. Per the NIV translation of the Bible, John 8, 44, Jesus says, You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So, Shadow is technically correct, but also Sam is correct as well. Herodotus has been referred to as both the father of history and the father of lies, often in the same breath. A number of things reported in his histories were either created whole cloth or embellished quite a bit. Shadow insists it's that Herodotus is just the person who's relaying the message, but that's kind of a shitty excuse to make up crap about Egypt, which Herodotus allegedly did. Even so, though, Herodotus' histories are much more actual history or as much history as they are mythology. So, if anything, I guess take it with a grain of salt, but also recognize that his work has done as much to educate as it is to entertain, in providing an understanding of his world. Shadow's line, and then there are the gods, rings in my brain, and I haven't found a source on it. It's 
similar to in Sandman, we get a biography of the Endless, and I made a note for myself to check and see if it was issue 21 or 22, and I didn't because I am an asshole. However, it's in Season of Mists. It's the first issue, I'm pretty sure. Man, I could go upstairs and find out right now. I'm not going to go upstairs. Sorry. You'll have to suffer. But there's a, the, the seven endless each get their own mini biography that's a half a page or so. And death gets a single line, which is, and then there's death. And that's it. The story about leaving bodies of beautiful women out to spoil does come directly from Herodotus. Once again, his stuff on Egypt tends to be a bit more suspect than other portions of his work, but it also doesn't sound entirely outside the realm of possibility. I'm getting a bit further ahead on my research, and I've been doing a bit more poking around of, of Egyptian knowledge that we'll be talking about in three or four weeks or so. And there's there's certainly corroborating stories not just from Herodotus, but other other histories and things. But I'm not sure if those other histories are pulling from Herodotus as well. Either way, it 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 is not entirely outside the realm of possibility, at the very least. Shadow relates another story from Herodotus about a man who was told to build a temple in Glade by Pan. Pan is the god of the wild, shepherds and flocks. Typically, he's depicted as a satyr, essentially part man, part goat. He's also a god of fertility. So sometimes he's got a giant boner. Thank you, the Greeks, for that. He's also the god of theatrical criticism. The word panic also has its origins with Pan as well. Wikipedia tells me, as he's a fertility god, uh, Wikipedia did not provide any images of Pan with his giant phallus, however. And so I guess if you want to Google it, you can. I chose not to in this instance, Pan is also unique in that he's the only Greek god who is considered to have died. Supposedly, a sailor named Thamus was told by a divine voice that Pan had died, and this would have been early CE, between 14 and 37. So, I don't want to point any fingers, but it sounds to me like Jesus did it. In the forest, with the... With the dogma? I don't know, I've lost the plot here. Sam declares that any communications from the gods were due to a, an unfused frontal lobe per some book she read, which I meant to look up as well, and I didn't, because I'm just bad at this. Shadow insists, though, that the gods just used to be more present on Earth in the old days, which is especially humorous because Shadow damn well knows that they're around in his time as well. Though, of course, if he were to talk about how he met Odin or any other of the people that he's met at this point, Sam would probably consider him to be certifiably insane and would want to get out of the house. And he's really, or out of, and want to get out of the car. And he's trying to just get Sam from point A to point B. Sam, ever open-minded though, does ask Shadow if he thinks the gods are still there. Shadow asks where, and that goes back into our themes, but we can talk about that tomorrow. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.